Ahem, good evening, ladies, gentlemen, theys, and gays. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Uh, happy Black History Month, y'all. Um, I'm going to have several reviews uh, for Black History Month, including uh, reviews for Malcolm X. Um, I've been waiting for a reason to uh, rip open the criterion of that, so I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch uh, Do the Right Thing. Uh, I'm going to be reviewing uh, Watchmen. The HBO miniseries, I have somehow avoided spoilers on that shit uh, this whole time, so I'm really excited to figure out why that is just so high on everyone's list and that people love it so much. Um, I haven't decided what else I'm going to review, but I'm definitely going to review those. Uh, going to review Waves. Um, that's an A24 flick that I just I fucking adore. And then I'm going to be reviewing uh, The Last uh, Black Man in San Francisco. I'm definitely going to be uh, reviewing that. But... Uh, I'm starting off the month with a movie I've had notes on for probably like a year and a half, maybe even two years, and I just kept telling myself, I'm going to review it at some point, I'm going to review it at some point, I'll get to it, and this is the perfect time <laughs> to review this movie. I have a review for the 1996 comedy First Kid, that's right, goddammit, Sinbad's First Kid, written by Tim uh, uh Keller, uh, who went ahead and was a writer on Two and a Half Men, which, oh my god, that's wonderful. He also wrote uh, a Grudge Match. I think that's one of the Nero and the Sloan, right? Uh, yeah, that's not a great movie, but um, it's directed by David M. Evans, who also wrote and directed The Sandlot, which, holy shit, I never fucking knew that. He also went ahead and uh, directed uh, Ed. I think that's the movie with Matt LeBlanc and the Monkey? Uh Oh my god, that is the one. Why do I know that? Um, but he went ahead and wrote that. Uh, Beethoven's uh, 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 third and fourth, he directed those. Um, and then directed National Lampoon's Barely Legal in 2003. He wrote and directed The Sandlot 2. I refuse to watch it, so I don't know if it's good or not. But he, I did see, I did see one of the last things he directed uh, back in 2009. He directed and wrote... Ace Ventura Jr. Pet Detective, which, eek, I don't think you can even watch that anywhere, because I want to do a review of it, but, um, but this movie, of course, stars, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Sinbad, uh, who you know from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, his, uh, multiple stand-up specials, uh, including Son of a Preacher Man, which is fucking wonderful, um, also, Sinbad, Where You Been is, a lot of fucking fun. It's pretty great. And of course from uh, uh, Good Burger. But um, so Sinbad plays Sam Sims, who is a, a Secret Service agent. Um, he wants to go ahead and be the one protecting Eagle, protecting the president. That is his dream job. That is what uh, everything that his life for him in the Secret Service is built to. That's what he wants. Bottom line, number one for Bullet. But, but Sims is just kind of a dum-dum. Like, he just, he likes to fuck around. Like, at the end of the day, that's his biggest issue. He can't help himself. Um, his uh, direct superior, uh, Robert, uh, uh, oh, God, I always forget how to say this, uh, Gulame, I believe that you say it. Um, he plays his direct superior, uh, Wilkes. And... <laughs> You know him from Big Fish. You know him, hopefully, from Sports Night, which if you haven't seen Sports Night, oh, my God, I watch Sports Night. But, uh, you know, from Big Fish, uh, seems like old times, lean on me. He's a hell of an actor. Um, and and him, I will say as a person of color, 
seeing him and Sinbad interact with each other just really made me happy because it's just, it's two pros just just doing it. Um, when Sam is just you know straight up asking him like why can't I get promoted. Uh, he talks about the fact that it's because you fuck around, you know. He talks. He mentions the uh, <laughs> he mentions uh, fake dog poop at the inaugural dinner, and you just see Sims trying so hard not to laugh, like it's you know it's not funny, sir. Um, the movie starts off with him and uh, Agent Dash, played by uh, Blake Boyd. Um, it starts off with him trying to go ahead and get free donuts by pretending that there's a bomb threat and that they need to give him the donuts quickly. <laughs> Which, which was really fucking funny, and <laughs> and um, once he's caught by Wilkes, this girl comes up to him, and is like, "Here's your coffee, two creams, no sugar," and she just goes sprinting off, and Wilkes just looks at him like, "Motherfucker, this is why, <laughs> this is why you can't get promoted." So as I mentioned, he wants to go ahead and protect the president. That's his number one goal, but uh, he ends up being reassigned. To Luke Davenport, the first kid, <laughs> Waka Waka, who's played by, by Brock Pierce. And before I get there, I do actually have to back up slightly. Um, the guy who was his former uh, security de- detail, played by Timothy uh, Busfield, uh, he plays Woods. And straight out the gate, I, I was actually kind of disturbed. Um, you, you know uh, Busfield from Field of Dreams, uh, Stripes, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Um, but what was cr- pretty crazy about him in this movie is that he is abusive to Luke pr- pretty openly. And it really shows how little the parents are paying attention until Woods does something just so egregious that the mom... Um, Linda Davenport, uh, the first lady, looks up and is like, wait a minute, what the fuck are you doing with my kid? Um, he, uh, she tells, uh, she tells Woods to basically put Luke in the uh, dressing room, like, tell him to go get, uh, get changed, because they're out doing, uh, back-to-school shopping, and Luke is being a little shit, and that's honestly the biggest, or one of the biggest things with this movie, is that Luke is such a little shit, and he just gets away with everything. They don't tell you how many prior people he got fired, but you could easily see it being like double digits because he's just, he's such a monster and he's so uncooperative and is clearly getting off on the power trip. Plus he's in, uh, plus he's in high school. So he's got all those hormones going along with all that power. Oh my God. That's a fucking cocktail to be an asshole right there. But, but Luke is just, he's just a little shit. And there are just these points, uh, even earlier in the day, where Woods is like, open the door, open the door. And Luke is just, like, fucking with the, the door lock, so it's delaying him getting somewhere on time. And then Linda goes, why the hell are you guys, you know, two minutes late? Well, it's because of Luke. Uh, he's a kid. He, you know, you're supposed to keep track of this stuff for him. Like, I could see how, as an adult, that would just wear your ass down after a while. And... There's the added fun bonus that Woods clearly has a drinking problem, uh, probably because of this kid, <laughs> to, to be uh, to be honest. But it, it um, but Sims ends up getting reassigned to Luke because of that, and um, uh, Wilkes's superior, uh, Art Lafleur, who plays uh, who plays Morton, um, you know him from uh, the Sandlot, uh, the man uh, with one red shoe, Rampage, Transfer's name. Uh, to name a few things, um, 
what I, <laughs> uh, what did make me laugh about about him is that he's just he's such an asshole, and he clearly like. To be honest, he comes across a little racist. Uh, <laughs> the the way he even speaks about Wilkes, he's like, "Oh yeah, if it wasn't for this," you know, he doesn't say it, old nigga, but he, <laughs> but he he's he's right around the corner from saying it. He's like, "Yeah, if it wasn't for pops here, basically, you'd be out of the job." And you go, "All right, like that's unnecessary." Luke ends up while he's changing uh, in this dressing room. He backs out while his pants are down, so he moons. <laughs> all these reporters and stuff that were following him around and sims gets in trouble for that and i was just like god damn this motherfucker just he can't he can't catch a break but what it does a really good job of is planting that wood seed earlier on uh, early on in the film because he has a reason to be pissed luke is a little fucking asshole but at the same time this motherfucker is clearly drinking if not on the job, right before he gets on the job. And so he's not effective uh, in the field and wouldn't be effective as far as if someone were to try to take Luke or, or harm Luke in any way. So it really is on him as well as, you know, being the fucking, you know, adult in the situation. But you find out that he fails his uh, fitness for duty exam and that's what gets him canned. Um, in a pretty brutal scene, the way that that was... Uh, that was done and even uh sims talking to woods about it you know woods goes yeah sims like you know i have no ill will towards you which you don't believe he does but you can definitely tell that it it, it just hits him in a way that um that it fucks him up so um luke ends up going to this uh this public school um i i, I mean i'd probably say it's like a private school um yeah it's a private school what am i talking about like it's not like it's not like he's going to, you know, Bayside, but he ends up going to this uh, private school and immediately, just first day, meets the ire of Zachary Ty Bryan. You know him from Home Improvement, uh, Rob, and his gang of, you know, privileged douchebags. And what I like about Rob, just straight up, is just from Jump, he clearly saw the president's kid joining his class and went, I'm going to make an example out of this fucker. Like, it, it, it's it's very clear that either he just, like, hates Luke, which is very much a possibility, but he also probably has a dad at home going, yeah, fuck the president. This is why, you know, this is why I can't be even richer than I am now. Like, it, it screams like his dad was watching Fox News. Um, but Rob and Luke get into a fight, and Rob whips that ass he goes ahead and he pops he pops luke in the mouth like a like, like he was a zit um he punches him square in the face and what i appreciate about this movie is that sims is you know trying to talk to the kid and like trying to get him to school on time and luke is pulling all his same bullshit and the movie sides with sims um it's it's him like the movie flat out goes yeah, you're right. Like, he was right to go ahead and let Luke get punched in the mouth. And I straight up laughed. Even as a kid, I was like, yeah, this kid is really mean. What's his problem? Uh, Luke's teacher is played by uh, Fawn Reeds, uh, Su uh, who plays uh, Susan Lawrence. And I love that immediately. Uh, so Sinbad <laughs> is, like, standing next to Luke at uh, at lunch. 
and Luke basically goes like, dude, you know, get the fuck out of here. And so Sims goes, cool, I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, I'm going to back off. So he goes like almost across like the yard, basically. And that's when Rob and his uh, goonies go ahead and start fucking with Luke. And Sims sees it and he kind of like moves forward for a second, like, oh, I should go. And he's like, no, no, kid wants to be a dick. He wants, he doesn't want protection. Cool. I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, stay here. And I appreciate that because I know that we live in a world where it's like, oh, you know, turn the other cheek and shit sometimes. But this kid needed to get a heavy dose of reality. He needed to get his ass whipped. And I know some people go like, oh, yeah, it's like violence isn't always the answer. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you just need to punch someone in the face. And it, it forces Luke to act right. And it forces Luke to realize, oh, wow, even though I'm the president's kid, that doesn't fucking matter if someone doesn't like me. If someone wants to punch you in the face, they're going to try to punch you in the face, regardless of who you are. And I actually appreciate the hell out of the fact that the movie goes, nah, this kid needed to get punched in the face. Because prior to him getting punched in the face, they go ahead and go to this uh, dinner um, for uh, his dad to go ahead and reannounce his uh, re-election campaign. And Luke goes ahead and brings his pet snake to the dinner, which goes ahead and gets, like, fucks up the whole night, this fucking snake. And Luke is just laughing about it like an asshole. So when so when Sims is just beyond agitated that he has to keep working with this fucking kid, I went, yeah, I don't blame you at all. You actually should be more pissed off. So one subplot that this movie goes ahead and develops, I think, really well is that they have Luke uh, in this chat room and he's talking. He's like, uh, I can't remember the name of the chat, but it's like a, a chat group for kids. And he's like talking to, you know, kids online. And, you know, this was 96. This is the early, early days of, uh, you know, the fucking dial tone uh, AOL. I still remember the first time I got online and being able to go on Nickelodeon.com and look up stuff about all that. And uh, the mystery files of Shelby Woo, because I still remember that fucking show. That show ruled, by the way, um, to, to date myself. I I got I definitely was like, oh, my gosh, I remember how these chats used to be, you know, that used to be a thing. But, you know, Luke is talking to kids um, and Sims does a really I think a very important thing that I don't think even <laughs> Luke's parents had done at this point. He finally goes like, you know, cyberspace is its whole thing, you know, its own separate entity. You know, be careful out there. Be careful what you tell people. And obviously, you know where this is going. Um, you find out that he has this uh, this uh, friend on there that he meets in the chat called, uh, named uh, like Mongoose12, I think is, is uh, their username. And you can obviously put two and two together and figure out who it is. But I think the way that they go ahead and do that and, and resolve that subplot, I was actually really impressed with that. And it's it's a very good lesson for people to still be aware of, you know, be careful what you tell people that you're you're talking to online, especially if you're, you know, especially if you're a kid. But I really like the way that in 96 that this movie actually brought that up and brought that uh, safety concern and put it out there on front street. So um, I know I mentioned that the movie basically says that he deserved to get hit, but the teacher, uh, the teacher, <laughs> I, I have the exact quote, um, uh, Miss Lawrence, that's her name. 
uh, Miss Lawrence goes, Luke is in a new school with a high profile. He needs your support. And Sims retorts back, I know how this kid operates. You don't know the last thing he needs. Uh, you don't know him. The last thing he needs is support. And she goes, so what is it he needs? He just got it. And I remember I paused the movie and went, bravo. Bravo, Sinbad. That is how that didn't get you an Oscar. I don't even know. And I'm not even being snarky because, again, not only did the kid deserve it, but he is completely justified in feeling um, how he how he feels. I, I mentioned the snake. I totally forgot that uh, Luke is just wandering around the White House premises. Uh, premises now. Granted, does premises that yeah premises that's not right. Um, but yeah, should should he be locked in his room like a prisoner? Absolutely not. But he is walking around the White House like at ten o'clock at night. Um, so there's a security breach, and that ends up falling on sims and getting him dinged and you just see sims like kid could you just could you cut me a fucking break could you stop being a dick <laughs> and you know he even tries to go like hey you know we were playing hide and seek you know weren't we luke weren't we and and, and luke just walks away he just lets him take the rap and i just went wow what a dick but they have this conversation that i actually think that especially for a high school kid he needed to have this conversation. He kind of needed to realize that, yeah, his world is not what he wants it to be, but it could be worse. But he needed to be able to actually vocalize that to someone. You know, he he has that realization that, you know, he gets he gets that smoke and he realizes, you know, I'm the first kid. You know, I never see my parents. I don't have any friends. Um, he immediately after that goes, I've never kissed a girl. And in Sims goes, I get it. I understand that would be enough for me to, <laughs> that would be enough for me to act out, act out. And I, I laughed really hard at that. I thought that was a really funny line. And as the film does kind of get going from this point, I think the chemistry between, uh, Sinbad and, um, um, uh, oh my gosh. And the, uh, the kid, um, I think it's actually pretty well handled and i think it's actually shockingly fun that was my biggest honestly surprise on a rewatch i forgot about their chemistry brock pierce there we go um i think their chemistry is actually really good and you actually see them start to become cool with each other become friends uh, sims flat out tells them and i think this is a very good lesson just in general like if you're in that position of power that position of privilege you need to know how to defend yourself and, and he flat out tells them um uh there's <laughs> there's a there's a point where um before they kind of have their talk and kind of iron their shit out where uh sims goes like yeah you should learn how to box and luke goes why that's why you're there and and sims goes wrong i'm there to, to keep you from what do you say like killers wackos not uh not kids in sweater vests or something that effect and he drops the biggest line of truth that Luke needs to hear. He flat out goes, but you know what? For as much shit, uh, smack, I think is what he says. He doesn't say shit. But he goes, you know, for as much smack as you talk, you, you need to know how to defend yourself. And he's right. You cannot talk that much shit and not know how to, A, back it up, or B, be able to stand up for yourself and defend yourself. Um, I know I've brought this up before, but it's like the guy who, uh, the host who got stabbed hosting cheaters. Like, when he got stabbed, I went, oh, my God, that's fucking terrible. But you are going ahead and confronting these people at heightened peaks of emotion because you're confronting them on their bullshit, you know, in real time. Um, 
it's kind of a miracle that someone didn't try to stab him or hurt him earlier. So, um, you know, you find out that, of course, you end up taking, uh, I think it was Taekwondo after that. But, yeah, you, you need to know how to defend yourself, especially at that level of uh, prestige. And that is something that I thought was actually really cool. I think that's a good message for kids, that if you are just that angry or, again, if you're talking that much shit, you should know at least how to throw a punch and block a punch um, at, at fucking minimum. And that's something I think that movie does a good job of really enforcing, an, an actual healthy outlet for Luke. And if you are a teenager especially, to have a healthy outlet to deal with your, you know, your anger and your, your frustration. Um, I don't remember uh, the character's name. I thought I written it. I had written it down, but I I don't have it here. But um, there there's an actor who plays a, a guy in a wheelchair who used to uh, work with Sims, and they don't explicitly go into his backstory. But if you connect the dots, it seems like he got uh, paralyzed from waist down. Uh, protecting the president um which president you know not sure but um it sounds like he got hurt on the job but he goes ahead and runs this um high-tech store uh in the mall um and so sims i think in a fucking stroke of brilliance he goes ahead and gets luke uh this necklace and goes ahead and um, puts a tracker in it and he goes ahead and gives it to Luke. And I actually think it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool design. And Luke is like, oh, why did you get me this for? And Sim just goes, you know, because I like you. And I actually thought that was pretty clever on Sim's part. Because, you know, in the same way that uh, Wakanda removed uh, Zemo's uh, and Hydra's words from uh, Bucky, they still put a fail safe in that fucking arm. Like, you need to cover your fucking bases. So I actually appreciate that Sims goes ahead and has that and while they continue to bond uh really cool fun montage you actually see you know them watching some like ali frazier fights and uh sims actually breaking down like certain punches and stuff like that it's actually really it's actually really cool and it's a really well done uh montage you see him in the gym like jump roping uh which is way harder than people uh talk about jump roping is fucking hard but you know, you see him hitting heavy bag, you see him hitting speed bag, and there's an actual camaraderie that you see growing between the two of them that I thought was actually uh, really cool. Uh, we, of course, end up finding out that Sims is a former uh, Golden Glove uh, boxer, which I thought was a really nice touch and explains why, even though, um, you know, he's just, uh, he's in Secret Service. But explains why he's so physical that he's actually more than capable of uh, handling himself um i didn't mention her yet um aaron willoughby she plays uh, katie warren who is this crush that luke ends up having that of course rob is attracted to um i actually really like the who's gonna who's gonna get to date katie obviously you know who it is but um <laughs> um luke ends up sneaking out um, with Sims and drags him along, uh, going to Katie's uh, birthday party, and he's like very nervous, very shy, and so he's like in disguise the whole time. And there's this point where Rob and Katie they're doing a couple skate together, and she even asks uh, Rob like, "Have you seen Luke Davenport?" And he goes like, "Do I care?" It's just <laughs> like it's such shitty like little kid villain behavior. I I, I fucking loved it. 
Um, bef- a couple more things before I get to my final uh, rating. Uh, there is a really fun uh, sequence to uh, a Coolio song. Uh, where, where Sims teaches uh, Luke how to dance before the big school dance, of course. Um, I really love that scene. I thought that's a really cute, really sweet scene. Um, of course, something gets in the way of Luke actually going to the dance, which, given what it is, I went, oh, shit, that, that fucking sucks. But Sims ends up getting, you know, fired. And I actually like the way that everything does build to the third act as far as Luke getting out of the, the White House, um, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Woods coming back in the fold, and the last, you know, boss fight, as it were. I think everything actually builds to a really good conclusion, and it references something that Wilk said earlier about, you know, you don't forget about getting shot, but, you know, they elect them, we protect them, as he says. And I will just say, in the history of Black History Month, the fact that Wilkes, um got shot protecting rate uh ronald reagan um man if there's one time to just be you know half a second late um <laughs> but getting my final thoughts uh i really dug this movie i totally forgot how much fun i had with this i i was pleasantly surprised to to be quite frank um this is fun it's a really fun movie um I would show this to, you know, one of my nieces or nephews. They just want to watch something fun. I'd be like, yeah, cool. Like, there's there's enough there, I think, that, um, you know, 10, 11 year, year old, you'd be, you'd be fine. There's really no cussing or anything in this. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. This is a solid, uh, I'd go B plus on this. I had fun with this. I had fun with First Kid. God damn it. You can't tell me any different. Um, but I I really enjoyed this. I thought this was fun. And uh, Sinbad, he just... It's very clear that they had very much a like skeleton of a script so that they could give Sinbad room to improv. And I think for the dramatic beats in particular, I think Sinbad's a much better actor than he's given credit for. Um, I, I didn't mention um, Lil Rel's show, but I really dug him on there. I thought they had great chemistry i wish i could have gotten a second season so they could have you know kind of kept going with that but i really enjoyed this i thought this was uh this was fun so solid b plus but uh yeah um first kid have you all seen it uh what'd you think let us know in the comments um you can go ahead and subscribe to us on youtube at the real pineapple please don't forget to uh like share uh rate and subscribe it definitely helps the channel out you can find me on blue sky at real pineapple r-e-e-l pineapple dot b sky dot social got a question for the podcast got a review request just want to say hi uh shoot me an email at jhunter at the real pineapple.com you can follow me on tiktok at jhunter real pineapple and you can follow me on instagram at jhunter real pineapple and you can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. Um, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and rate. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Samsung Podcasts at The Real Pineapple. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash TheRealPineapple. I will be hopping... Um, I should be up to a regular uh, streaming schedule by uh, this point. Uh, just uh, go ahead and make sure you subscribe to everywhere so you know next time I'm going to be going live. Um, uh, by the time you hear this, this is actually going to kick off uh, my Black History Month review. So I can actually say that on uh, Saturday, uh, February 3rd at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 
I'll be doing my top 10 best of and worst of live. I'm really excited to bring that to y'all. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Uh, For the rest of Black History Month, as I mentioned, I'll have other reviews, including Watchmen, uh, Malcolm X, um, uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and Waves, to name a few, as well as Do the Right Thing. So expect the reviews out for those and more throughout the month of February. But thanks again for your support, everyone, and never forget, as always, to keep it real.